your turn to... Oh, is it for me? Consider yourself fired. Why are you winking at me? Consider yourself fired. Hello, and welcome to the JT and Drew Show. I'm JT. And I'm Drew. And we're two nobodies talking about nothing. Nothing. Consider yourself fired. Well, welcome back, bud. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Of course, you know, your name's on the billboard, so Ooh, I billboard. can't lock the door. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, what I'm talking about. No, they didn't yeah, tell we, me anything. Yeah, man, we got a billboard in uh, South America. Oh, okay, I was about to ask, how can we afford that? But that makes more sense now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We don't have no billboard in South America. I wish we did. So, but we're on computers in South America. We sure are. And we're in computers in Europe. JT and Drew show worldwide. What? 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 This is crazy. That's what I'm talking about, Mike. <laughs> so, <clears throat> all right, man. I know this is going to be quick, but we've got to get into it. POTUS is at it again. <sighs> what are we talking about? Well, okay, so it's come in the news here lately that um, Mr. Dr. Joseph Biden has um, gotten his second round of COVID. Okay, now, I know what you're talking about, because I've I've heard that as well. What, the Mr. Doctor? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Joe Biden's husband. Yeah. Um, but what kind of confused me at first, anyway, uh, first hearing of this COVID round two was the fact that some people were saying, hey, he's got COVID for the second time. And then other people are saying, no, 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 no. This is just a rebound. People that are on that certain medication that packs Lovid when they, they take that to help them with COVID, um, sometimes shortly after they they get the symptoms again so it's not really like a second covid he's just it's still kind of lingering so it's the aftermath yeah which but so i can see well, both sides but then oh go ahead so but with the medication you're not supposed to pop positive for covid again but he has popped positive for covid again doing the brain tickling thing yeah well they're saying that um according to the washington post they're saying that rebound cases are when someone experiences symptoms or tests positive after completing the course of the medication and testing negative and that they've been described as rare but some medical experts are saying that they may be more common than previously thought. Really? Yeah. So, so you test negative, but then you pop positive again after that. Some, I, I don't know. I, it doesn't make sense to me, but yeah. And apparently, so, real quick, apparently the CDC is only like their guidelines. Uh, you know, hey, you test positive, you quarantine, you self-isolate for five days take your meds, whatever. Um, and then after your five days, no symptoms, you're cleared. You don't have to take another test and become negative. 
they were saying in the same article that, you know, Biden's been going above and beyond by taking tests frequently. And then after the five days, test again to see if he's positive or negative. Like they're doing all these extra measures to make sure that the people around him are safe. Right. But so that being said, and I'll get back to what I was going to say earlier. That being said, the people around you, if you pop positive and everybody's got all their 15 bazillion uh, vaccines and boosters and whatever. Does that mean that they have to quarantine as well, at least for a certain amount of day? What does the CDC say? I, I don't know about the close contact stuff. Um, I, I know that uh, his doctor, the presidential doctor, uh, O'Connor, was initially saying, I guess this would have been a day, two days ago, whenever, initially saying that Biden was asymptomatic, he continues to feel quite well, um, however, he's still going to do the isolation in accordance with the CDC guidelines. So but are they going to isolate him again? Yeah, they're going to isolate him again. And he had mentioned, uh, Biden had mentioned, you know, hey, I'm still working. Um, I'm isolating, but I'm still at work. I'm still doing all the things. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm still going strong. Um, not feeling bad, nothing. No fever, nothing. Um, however, today I read an article saying that uh, he actually got his lingering cough back, but he still feels fine. No fever again. No other crazy symptoms at this point. Just, you know, his cough has come back. So no longer asymptomatic, right? The symptoms are coming back. Okay. So I forgot what I was going to say earlier, but so... According to the CDC, now this is as of, you know, whenever we're recording this, um, if you've had your vaccine and your boosters and your utmost whatever, uh, you do not have to uh, quarantine if you do not have any symptoms. Okay. If you're like, you've got the whole package deal. Right, right. Okay, so, well, that makes sense then. It makes sense why um, um, Mrs. Biden went out on whatever political tour that she went uh, the first time he caught COVID. Right. So it makes no sense. I mean, for you say this all the time, it's rules for thee, not for me. You know. Of uh, course, you know it's it's all. Um, oh, crud! I just the word just dropped out of my noodle. It's all convenience. Oh yeah. If but, you get COVID, yeah. I'll have to quarantine. But if the boss gets COVID, you know, then the missus doesn't have to. So apparently... But you and I are... Oh, well, yeah, we're just commoners, man. We, you know, we need to ask uh, the big government and uh, ask them what's best for us because we don't know what's good for ourselves and we need to listen. You don't but, know nothing about yourself. The government knows you more than you do. You know, well, I mean, look at the old Renaissance days, right? You know, before that, whatever. I don't know what the time period's called. Um, kings and queens ruling the land. I mean, you bow down to them. They know what's best, even though they don't really know what's going on either. And you just shut up and do what you're told. Mm, yeah, well. Because their position dictates that they have the knowledge, they have the wealth, they have the power, they have all the things that you don't, so you just need to listen to them because they're all knowing. Bow down. Yeah. Shut up, peasant. 
Yeah. I'll tell you what's good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're saying not that to this... Be negative. Oh, okay, go ahead. They're, they're saying, saying that more. this Paxlovid medicine uh, is mm-hmm. an antiviral drug. It's actually made by none other than... Drum roll, please. Pfizer. Ooh. Yep. And it's used to treat uh, moderate COVID-19. It's available to Americans 12 and older who have tested positive and are higher risk of having severe illness from COVID. So they say that uh, between 5 and 8% of people um, uh, end up, I guess, what do you call it, having that rebound after the Paxlovid treatment. I bet you it's going to be higher than that. Yeah, I think that's only the 5 to 8, and the article talked about that, that 5 to 8% are only the people that are reporting. There are people that, you know, hey, I have did my round of medication. I feel better. I'm going back to work. I'm not testing again. I'm living life. Mm-hmm. So for all those people that aren't testing again that maybe would have possibly tested positive again, that 5 to 8 would be much larger. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, anyways, that that's just very interesting. I mean, I hope the best. You know, um, speedy recovery, all that good stuff. I just wish the politics and the semantics and the what's good for you isn't good for me and all this stuff would stay out of it. You know, just do what you need to do for your health. Right. Don't worry about me. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, it just seems that everybody wants to get into your cookie jar right now. Yep. That is the truth. And I don't have a lot of cookies left, so stay out. Oh, yeah. My field of cookies are barren. Come here, peasant. I need your cookies. Yeah. So, in other news, have you heard this? And this is going to be very interesting, and I think we can dive a little, you know, deeper into whatnot. But uh, you heard that the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi is going on a field trip in Asia. She's going on a trip on our favorite rocket ship. I don't know the rest of the words. I don't Yeah, Something about uh, Jumanji. Oh, Um, I've I've seen that movie. uh, Which one? Uh, Both of them. The original Jumanji Mm -hmm. and then the uh, remake that's recent. Yeah, you're behind the times. There's another one added on to the remake. There's a third one? Oh, yeah. Wait, was there a Jumanji 2? Yeah, uh, not with um, Robin Williams, but... Uh, too soon, bud, too soon. Sorry. But, uh, no, yeah, with The Rock and Kevin Hart and all them. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that, I saw that one. Yeah, the the second version of that had uh, Aquafina in it. She's one of my favorite comedians. Oh so. yes, I saw that was with um, uh, Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito wasn't Jack Black in that. Jack Black was in the first one too. Oh, okay. Well, I saw the one with Aquafina in it for sure because I think <laughs> she's hilarious. Yeah, she's great. I like her. So back on topic though. Yeah, uh, Nancy Pelosi is taking a field trip in Southeast Asia, and she is going to none other than Taiwan. Bum, 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 Taiwan. Yeah, yeah, that's been uh, they've been talking about that for a little while now. You know the possibility of it. Uh, I heard Biden's uh, administration warned against 
her going there and then they kind of backtracked and said well they didn't warn her not to go the military just like the intelligence community just briefed her on some of the uh uh what do you call it like girly thing, boys the things going on there and what to stay away from and and all that kind of stuff and the downtown girly boys lady mans um <laughs> but so so they're kind of you know oh well we didn't mean this this is what what they meant when they said that right yeah so so my question is and and of course i'm still new to this whole politic thing but what does the speaker of the house have to do with anything about going overseas dude i i don't know i tried looking into that real quick uh and i mean just a couple minutes i didn't do any deep diving um but i mean she's number three in line right you've got the president Mm -hmm. the vice president and then the speaker of the house she's number three in line she from my understanding the intent was hey she's gonna go she's going to kind of reinforce um uh america's support or the united states support for taiwan and their ongoings and um strengthen the relationship that kind of thing um but what's kind of weird about it is it's kind of dicey territory right have you ever been or remember like when you were in middle school or junior high, high school, and you had friends, hopefully, <clears throat> that, I friends. Uh, yeah, I should have. I had friends. Should have used someone else as an example. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you have friends that, you know, hey, I'm friends with Drew, but Johnny's not friends with Drew, but I'm also friends with Johnny. Well, so yeah. I can hang out with Johnny and I can hang out with Drew, but I can't hang out with them together. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want them to know that I'm friends with the other one. I think it's kind of uh, like that. Yeah, I guess. It's, I don't know. I never had friends like that. It's it's kind of an unspoken, hey, we're friends with Taiwan, but China, we're not friends with Taiwan. You know, we're just, they waved at us, so we're going to wave back politely. Don't worry. And then it's like, hey, Taiwan, no, we're not friends with China. Don't, you know, oh, yeah, get away. But... It's again just real dicey territory because everyone's talking about this this idea um, that China has the one China policy, um, which basically is recognizing China as its own government, right? The the People's Republic of China. Um, however, the caveat is that it's not necessarily recognizing their claim to Taiwan being a part of them because taiwan is not a part of china but in china's eyes taiwan is extended family they are they are part of them well one one hand and do something in the other and see which one fails out faster but but so china has condemned this visit and they're saying hey this visit is going to be considered a threat to peace and stability um and it could risk risks it could risk uh pushing u.s chinese relations even lower than they already are well definitely it will but um i don't know i mean what's your thoughts on it because is taiwan its own country or is it an extension of china i think it's not an extension of china however 
as a country, United States of America, how do we, everything has to be done deliberately and strategically, right? Again, yeah. that, that friendship scenario, if JT is, you know, hey, Johnny, you're my best friend, but Drew gets invited to the birthday party and Johnny doesn't, doesn't that kind of send a clear message? Well, it should, but... So we're sitting there and we're telling China, hey, you know, we don't support Taiwan independence. But then on the other hand, you know, well, Who's Taiwan's not that? a part of China. So Kirby, um, I forget his whole name, but he, he speaks a lot at the White House. Um, he stressed, and I quote, we do not support Taiwan independence. And then he said that Biden's administration has been nothing but clear with the Chinese about where we stand on the issues and the one China policy and our support for a free and open Indo-Pacific. So he's saying a lot right there. He's saying, telling China what they want to hear. Hey, no, no, no. We're all about the one China uh, policy. You know, you guys are your own thing. Don't worry about it. But in the same breath, he's saying, you know, free and open Indo-Pacific. So you're supporting Taiwan at the same time. Well, you would think. That's what that statement says to me. Well, that's what it says to me, too. But we've already recognized Taiwan as its own country. So but now why is this is Taiwan guy? Is Taiwan backed by the U.S.? Like, do they have allies? Do they have, you know, all this support? That, hey, yeah. if something happens that these people are going to come in to step in and save the day? They have Japan and their anime. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Probably. I mean, if we recognize a country. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we have their back. Right. Just because we recognize you doesn't mean we're going to protect you. Well, and that goes back to that dicey territory. I mean, look where we're at with Russia and Ukraine. Hey, no, this isn't our war, um, but Ukraine, we're going to finance your war and, you know, supply you with everything that you need for it. But we're not going to get involved. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, just, I mean, again, I have no other words other than real dicey. Um, I've seen some stuff like that being stationed out there in the Indo-Pacific and kind of getting my eyes open to some of these relationships that we have with other countries and other countries with us, but not other ones. And that, that same example of the, I'm friends with you, but not friends with you, but I'm really friends with you, just not in front of this other person. And it, it gets real messy real quick. Yeah, no. And then I think we can now clearly see that, but yeah, this country needs to figure out where it where does it lie are we going to protect taiwan if anything happens or are we not and we had a conversation prior to recording that um there was a guy that you were watching uh you couldn't remember uh who it was but he was saying that uh he doesn't believe that china is going to do something while pelosi is there but they may do something a little bit later 
Yeah. Which makes sense if, you know, China doesn't want to start World War Three, but they're also not going to sit there and be bullied by the United States Democratic Party. Right. And, you know, strategically, from their point of view, like you said, they're not going to start it by, hey, okay, we have this, you know, third in line to the presidency. Uh, we're going to do something right then and there and invite America to our front door. But maybe once they leave at some point, we'll do something with or to Taiwan. We'll kind of keep drifting there, keep whatever they're doing, um, and kind of force everyone else's hand to decide, hey, do we get involved? If we get involved, does this start something? Do we not? So they're, they're being very, they're putting a lot of thought into it for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I saw um, a quote from Pelosi and her congressional delegation that said that this visit, quote, honors America's unwavering commitment to supporting Taiwan's vibrant democracy, end quote. Who said that? Uh, this was coming from Pelosi and the congressional delegation that she traveled with down there. Or over so there. she's she is stating, correct me if I'm wrong, for the party or for the country that we are going to back Taiwan no matter what happens. But then this Kirby guy back home is saying, no, 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 we, we don't do that. Yeah, mixed mixed signals for sure. That's just kind of like how they would, the president would come out and say one thing, and then their party at the White House would go, that's not what he meant. Mm-hmm. That's getting annoying. It is very annoying. It's got to be frustrating for those people too, right? Like the president, I said this. This is what I meant to say. Why do people keep changing what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Yeah, well, maybe because they don't support you there, bub. Yeah. But yeah, very, very interesting um, topics that are, you know, just current events that are are happening right now in front of us that are shaping um (laughs) that are shaping uh uh our future our kids futures our grandkids all that stuff like we're seeing it unfold right in front of us and it's kind of like when you're watching a movie and you're like oh, no, don't do this, don't do this, or do that, do that. Or you're watching a football game or a fight or whatever, and you're yelling at the TV. It's that same kind of kind of uh, feeling that I get anyways because it's like, and obviously I don't have the experience or all the answers or anything, but, you know, in my mind I'm, oh, no, don't do this or do that instead or, gosh, I wish you would wait. Well, I don't think one person has all the experience that you need. Uh, to make those decisions, which is why you get a group of people together in order to make a common decision. Uh, something that would make sense to what you would want to move your party a certain way in doing something else. But it's got to be everything that you make, every decision that you make has got to be the best for the country, not just for what your political outcome wants to be. And right. I don't think I even said that right. But, you know, it's this back and forth and in, in switching things up and the whole, you know, the whole Democratic Party isn't behind the whole Democratic Party. 
on certain subjects, but on others they are, and they're going to steamroll things through policies and through the House and the Senate and whatnot, and it's just, it's getting frustrating as an American watching this go Mm -hmm. and not having any kind of um, say in the matter, you know? You feel like your voice is not heard. No, yeah, I mean, and and then we are going to be the ones, and not necessarily you or me specifically, but we are going to be the ones who have to clean the mess up. Yeah, and it's going to take longer than four years to do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but all we're going to hear is moaning and groaning from the other side. On they did, uh, they took away our things, and we were going forward, and blah blah blah. But we had. At least in from what I could tell, the Republican Party, I'm not going to say the president himself, but the Republican Party seemed to have the small guy, the little guy, you and me, in their best interest when they would make certain policies. Not all of them. I'm not saying right. that all of them were right. But certain policies, they seem to be kind of helping out the little guy. But now it's... Hang it up, man. The little guy's gone. Yeah. Well, and we're making decisions that are in the best interest of the little guy. The little guy just doesn't know what's good for him yet. And yeah, the little guy might have to suffer a little bit, but it's not going to last long. Well, it's easy for you to say when you're making hundreds of thousands or millions or whatever. That's easy for you to say. Yeah. But, uh... I'm over here not making a lot of money, and uh, this is really hurting my pocket. And mm-hmm. I've got a family to feed. You got a family to feed. You got a vehicle to fill up every week. You've got uh, bills to pay. I mean, we were just talking the other day about, you know, expanding families and moving homes to bigger homes and all this other stuff, regular life, everyday people things. And, well, people can't afford that. No. People, it's not as easy as it was for people in the past to oh hey I'm, i live in a two bedroom or a three bedroom and now i've got four or five kids let me just pick up and move yeah. well nope sorry we can't afford to move yeah no now we can't and there's certain people who can't afford to get out of certain states yeah because it's it may cost you two grand to get there but it's going to cost you 10 grand to get out mm. yeah so, it's, it's very no bueno <laughs> No, yeah, you are correct. No bueno at all. But what do we do? I mean, obviously, we we vote who we want in. That's going to make the changes that we want them to make. Yeah, I think right um, now, and and I'm sure people say this all the time, you know, when it comes to politics and they're not getting their way or whatever, but you have to make your voice heard. You have to get in the sauce, in the weeds, and get smart on these things, get smart on these issues, get smart on even down to your, your local, um, uh, elected officials. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I mean, you, what's on the ticket? Well, what does that mean? What is it? You know, if I vote for this person and they're talking about, like we were just talking the other day about that, uh, uh, veteran burn pit bill that they were trying to pu- push through that had so many millions of dollars attached to it. But they had a lot of that money was going elsewhere. It wasn't going to the VA. It wasn't going to help veterans. It was going for other programs, other things that they just kind of slid in there. Yeah. And so when it didn't get 
pushed through because there were a few people that voted against it, people were in uproar about, oh, you know, Republicans or these individuals that, that voted against it, they hate veterans and, and, and they just want them to suffer and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Again, get smart on it. What was in the bill? Yeah. Was it really just, hey, this is just to help support our veterans that were dealing with these particular issues? And yeah, somebody stopped it. Why did they stop it? Yeah, that's terrible. Or, oh, hold on a second. Oh, there's more to the story. Okay, well, yeah, this this was not good at all. Right. So, <clears throat> I don't know about you, but I've done my best to try to kick my addiction on uh, TikTok. And I've done pretty good. But um, I went to a other uh, video source, uh, YouTube Shorts, which are just like TikToks, right? Okay. But there was a lady on there who said, and this kind of goes with our other previous conversations, is if you're homeless, why don't you just buy a home? And somebody came on right after and was, you know, explaining why people can't get homes why can't you do this but it's that just seems to be the logic on and i'm gonna say it on the quote-unquote woke people right like that's their logic well if you can't do something why why can't you well maybe because there's more to it yeah i when i was living in hawaii the if i'm not mistaken the poverty rate or poverty level uh income level or what have you was about a hundred grand. If you were making around a hundred grand or less, you were considered poor. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's how stupid expensive it was, and I'm sure it's even more now. But there were people. Uh, there was a news news channel, uh, a news story that I had seen, and I'm sure it happens all the time. But this particular one that I saw, it was back to school. People uh, were registering their kids for school, and they have to, when they register them, at least at this time, they had to put on the paperwork, you know, do your kids have shoes? Where do you live? Do you live in a tent? Do you live in a house? Um, they wanted all this extra information so they knew what they were getting, um, you know, what kind of extra support services did they need to provide, all that kind of stuff. And some of these parents out there were registering their kids and they live in tents under bridges. And the initial thought was like, oh, gosh, yeah, these are bums. How come they don't get jobs? They had jobs. Both parents were working. But even both parents working, they couldn't afford to purchase a home or to rent an apartment or or what have you. Anything that was going to be suitable for their family with them and their kids. So, you know, their kids go to school. They come home to their tent and that's life for them. That's that's sad to here because they probably had a nice place prior to that tent they probably had a home with running water and all this stuff and then all of a sudden certain situations happen and now they can't afford it and and we shouldn't be proud of that we should stop whatever we're doing in the world right we need to center back and focus on our country we need to get us back yeah i i'm I'm a proponent of we need to help others. You know, we see those commercials on TV. You can help another country. You can donate money that goes towards food or buys them a goat, buys them school supplies, whatever. 
let's send millions to other countries to help them out of their situations, whatever. But what are we doing here at home to take care of our people as well? Not saying leave the other people, you know, that sucks that you're in that situation, but you're screwed. But at the same time, we need to take care of our own. We can't just focus and and try to, well, we're going to be popular if we, let's go help Africa. That's a popular thing to do, and that'll get us some votes. Let's go help Mexico. Let's go help, um, I don't know, Italy, whoever. Yeah. What about here at home? Let's clean up the streets. Let's fix the potholes. Let's get rid of these um, uh, homeless camps and not just get rid of them, you know, kick the can down the road. You're like, oh, we'll just clean the tents up and we still have homeless people. They just got to relocate. But what about shelters? Are there shelters available? Do we need shelters? Do we have transition homes? Do we have programs that help them get off of uh, or get back on their feet? You know, uh, it's stuff that we, people like you and me, need to be looking at. Our politicians need to be looking at people that we vote for. We need to make sure that they're looking at these kinds of things to better our communities. Yep. Better, better the people that are around us so we can better the world. Yep. JT 2024 affiliate link below. Yeah, I'm not running. (laughs) (laughs) That's all Drew. Drew is all the politician. So, no, unless, not at all. Unless you want a good show on stage, I can give you a great show on stage. Oh, so, stand up? Uh, no, it involves tassels. Stand up? I feel like we could talk about this stuff all day. Yeah, no, and I was, I was just about to. I'm agreeing with you. I think we need to fix here first. You know, let's, whatever we need to do. Um, but speaking of <coughs> fixing potholes, you know, yeah. um, the budget for our area went up to fix the roadways and I don't know about you, but it doesn't seem like it's going that way. There's a lot of roads out here that are just terrible and well, they just patch them. Yeah. We, we patch them or maybe once a decade or two, they'll actually redo them. However... It's always going to be a Band-Aid because yep. one of the things that our area lacks is the proper drainage systems. Yes. So when that water just collects on the roads and then you get these big semis coming through all the time and regular wear and tear, that's not good. No, it's not good. And in the downtown area, uh, underneath the bridges, there's no drainage system there. And a few years ago, in fact, when I first got here, um, there was a call for anybody who has a four-wheel drive vehicle, please come out to the town and help pull these cars out uh, underneath the bridges. At that time, I didn't have a four-wheel drive vehicle. I now have a four-wheel drive vehicle and am waiting for that call because that will be the number one place I will be is in downtown. Well, we had a uh, tornado come through in... Was it 2019? Yeah, 2019. And, and I was out there. Um, I went to the communications uh, post and said, hey, where do you need me? And those guys, uh, as great as they were, they said, we have too many volunteers. Put your name and number on this. We'll give you a shout. 
And I said, okay. So I put my name and my number down and I went home and I waited and they didn't need me. They didn't call me, but I felt like I was doing nothing and it just really just cringed um, inside. I need you to do more. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm not going to make that mistake again. I'm not going to wait. I'm just going to, if I see a group of people, I'm going to pull over, stop, and I'm just going to help out. You know, that's something that I can do. And now... You're set up to make and receive ham transmissions. That is so true. Hopefully, hopefully, I just remembered I didn't turn my radio on, but hopefully, yeah, you will uh, be ahead of the curve next time. I, you know, I can. Um, I would love to be, but uh, we still got to get through that training. That's true. Yeah, we have, we sure do the Aries so, or Aces. Yeah. So, but well. <clears throat> Hey, man, it was a good show. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely, anytime. I appreciate you. So um, that'll be it for now. All right. As always, we'd like to say thank you for stopping by and listening to the podcast. Yeah, we realized that uh, you could have been doing anything uh, way more productive, but you chose to waste your time with us. We look forward to talking about absolutely nothing with you next time. Do you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover, please email us at JT and Drew Show at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash JT Drew Show.